Hello, and welcome to another episode of Daily American Press's Chatting with Abby. Today, I have a very special guest, Chris. How are you, Chris? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. It has been, well, we had kind of a really quiet few weeks where not a whole lot was going on but monkeypox, and then all of a sudden, it just hit a <laughs> from everywhere, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a... <laughs> crazy crazy couple weeks yeah yeah what are your what are your thoughts what's your biggest worry right now what do you think maybe you're kind of keeping an eye on what are your thoughts oh m- m- wow uh <laughs> quite a lot. lot quite yeah it's like a that's <laughs> it's a simple question but <laughs> it, it entails a lot of stuff that's going on you, you talked about uh monkey pox um uh Obviously, you know, things with LGBT community, uh, you know, Trump raid just happened with the FBI. And I've been kind of trying to, you know, I don't know too much about that. But to me, it seems a little I I guess I'm a little uh, (laughs) all the stuff that is trying to happen with that. It seems like, you know, a way to get back because of January 6th. But I'm keeping my eye on that. And and my first thought was, okay, hey, fine. You want to raid Trump's? You know, okay, cool. But I could think of about five people that, you know, you need to put at the top of that list as well that I would probably argue is, is more deserving of being raided by the FBI, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to keep my eye on a lot of cultural stuff, you know? My gosh, it just... And then the the news about the 87,000 new IRS agents, I don't even know what to be more worried about. You yeah, I know. No. I mean, if inflation wasn't bad enough, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like you said, 87,000 IRS members going to be hounding for their money, you know? So, yeah, good luck to the poor, right? Yeah, it is absolutely insane to me that Mansion and Cinema signed off on that. Yeah. And uh, it's insane to me that we as a nation are at a point where we can't even unite behind a mutual hatred for taxes and in, in right. IRS. <laughs> yeah. It's like I thought everybody hated the IRS. Even people who who are up to date with their, you know, uh debt and things like that. Like everybody mm-hmm. hates the IRS. And you know, they just they're like, no, what we need is more IRS members. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And it's not just a little bit more. That is so big. I saw some breakdowns where it's like twice the size of the FBI or something like that. Absolutely That's... insane number of people. I mean, I can think of jobs that need 87,000, you know, nurses, doctors, police, yeah. uh, school teachers, but they're like, no, how about the IRS? It's like, come on. <laughs> so ridiculous. And it's not like they're going to make the tax code any easier. I mean, they could make their jobs easier by making the tax code harder to accidentally get wrong. But no, 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 no. no. Yeah, because that's, that's happened to me before where, you know, the the prior year I thought I had paid my taxes and mm-hmm. come to find out I, I actually hadn't. And I ended up owing and obviously I paid that, but it, yeah, like you said, it's, sometimes it can just be difficult, you know? Yeah. My first year out on my own, I, <laughs> I did my work, my W2s wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was nobody looking over my shoulder, making sure I was ticking the right boxes that I misunderstood some things because nope. my legal residence was still in Maine and I was at college in Virginia and uh, they audited me like three years later. <laughs> like you oh, owe wow. like eight hundred dollars, and at the time that was so much money. I was yeah, yeah. If you if you fill out that W two wrong, like you could end up owing like thousands of dollars. Like, and you just 
like you said, yeah. don't know. No, no one confirms or helps with that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think a financial literacy class should be provided for in schools, but I mean, I have my yeah. own issues with the public school nowadays. <laughs> that could be something we talk about, but uh, just because it's just many people don't know how to find, you know, take care of their money, and so yeah. Yeah, that would be helpful. There are so many kind of useless skills. Right. Um, taught and so many vital things that they could be teaching and they aren't. And that's that's kind of strange to me. Oh, I, I totally agree. You know, but, you know, as long as you know, you know, the your, your art class, right? You take your art class. That's that's not helpful in life, really. You know, unless you <laughs> plan on doing something with art. But, you know, yeah. you took your little elective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my word. Oh, and they rolled back the CDC rolled back the the COVID guidance oh, yeah. in the middle of the whole blue, like, like they thought that we would have noticed. Just on the low, right? Like, cause uh, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. I had, I was out with my wife and I was just seeing everybody wear a mask and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, what are these people doing? Don't they know? Like it's over even according to the CDC. And my wife was like, no, they, our zone, our area is a, is a, like a red zone uh, to where like, we're we're at risk now and like to to just to see the to me it just showed like all all the news had to do is present an information and just people like panic and they start going running back to the mask and i'm like haven't didn't y'all learn the first time like y'all want two more years of it you know so it, it was bizarre yeah i i was always chomping at the bit you know i i i respected it for a little while i right. i me too you know I got the vaccine really, really early before anything weird started coming out about it. You know, I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I regret it, but like, I, you know, I, I made a decision based on the information that I had. And as right. soon as I got it, I just took my mask off and, and really didn't wear it anywhere except maybe a medical facility. But I was dying to take the mask off by the time oh, yeah. I felt like, you know, I had some ground to stand on to buck the rules. Right. But I, I can't imagine just willingly wanting to when you don't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I, I, I was kind of like you, although I didn't get the vaccine um, just because I think I just <laughs> just growing up, I was just yeah. uh, very skeptical. I think that's just because of my upbringing. But I wasn't anti it at first. Mm -hmm. but, and I wasn't anti-mask at first. But I just saw like the consistently being lied to that made me. I'm probably more medically skeptical now than I've ever been um, mm -hmm. in my life to the point where I'm like, look, if I don't need some kind of major surgery where it's like life, then I'll try to find a natural remedy myself. Um, yeah. That's, that's just kind of how I am, you know? Fair enough. I'm definitely have so much more skepticism now than I did. I used to think, yeah, I could just adjust for bias in the media and I could basically right. think places like the CDC, but now, you know, my trust levels are so far below. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree. But it's it's warranted, though, right? You, you know, yeah. there's only so many times you can lie to someone before they start saying, hey, wait a second. I think you're just going exactly. to keep lying to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you can't contradict yourself and then expect to be taken seriously. You know, at the very least, I think the CDC is a joke. Like maybe yeah. maybe I don't think that they're vicious, but I definitely think that they're just kind of blown by the, the wind of the political people controlling them. Absolutely. You know, um, I, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking through the things that were lied about to where, 
you know, two weeks, right? That's the first thing we heard till, oh, um, you know, if you just mask up, everything will be okay, you know, till, oh, well, if you get the vaccine, you won't, you won't get COVID, oh, till, oh, it won't be as bad. It's just like lie after lie after lie we heard. And it's just like. Now it's like, you'll <laughs> die, but you'll go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 trusted the vaccine you'll be okay <laughs> it's unbelievable That's so we've funny. got it's almost like all this stuff happened at the same time you kind of yeah. if you wonder if if they knew and wanted to to try to hide one thing with another and and i i almost wonder if you know sometimes i, I wonder are, are they attacking us in the way that we think they are or do they believe their own press, particularly about Trump, so much that they genuinely have themselves convinced that the public hate him? And I, so I when they, it, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. So um, you know, there's something like when once they lie so much, they actually start to believe mm-hmm. what they're saying is true. And I think that's the case with a lot of people. Now, don't get me wrong; I, I think there are people who are just caught up in the mix and just yeah. they're going along and they just think this is the right thing to do, but. I would have a hard time believing like people at the top don't know what they're doing, you know, but maybe at this point they, they just lied so much. They actually believe their lie, you know? Yeah. I, I wondered for a bit there if they genuinely thought that rating Trump would be an effective distraction and yeah. win for them from inflation and people would be like, yeah, you rated Trump and it kind of backfired a little bit. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people like, defund the fbi you know i mean <laughs> and that's the thing a lot of people who are pro law enforcement are like well this doesn't seem to be really just i mean yeah you know i, I mean I, i've seen where a lot of leftists are just i mean trump lives rent free in, in mm-hmm. their heads it's like you would think he was still president the way they talk about him i mean i'm For like really? the guy the guy you need to have all a lot of your frustrations at you just letting this go guy go scot free free clean you know biden and he does this terrible you know he raised your, your gas prices two dollars, you know, three dollars, and mm-hmm. he lowers it forty cents, and you, he he's making it seem like he's he's your savior. You know, that's how cruelty works. You know, they give you, they actually <laughs> destroy you, and then give you a little break and act like yeah, he's supposed to praise me. You know, for it. And so, yeah, well, it's any abusive relationship. They make you feel like absolute shit, and then right. and then give you a, a little little something, and it just feels right. so good. Right. It's like the guy he he beats on her. Then the next day he brings her flowers. You know, it's like, okay, that's this is this is a makeup for what you just did to me. Yeah. If you you keep living, you know, keep someone in a position where they don't even expect anything better. And so when you give them that little scrap of something good um, in their mind and with their reference points, it's just normal and good and and, and those people will even, you know, I, I think you see the same in the same way that uh, a woman who's who's abused, you'll see her really speaking glowingly of of the guy um, right. or whoever yeah. is abusing her, and, and you see that in leftists, they're, they're overcompensating for their <laughs> cognitive dissonance. Right. It's like you look at his, uh, you know, his rates as far as presidency, and it's literally like the lowest of any president ever in the United States, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. You hear these leftists talk about him, you're like, something ain't adding up, you know, like either you guys are just totally blind to it or you just want to believe that he's he's going to do better than Trump and it's not happening. And so you just have to, like, give yourself that boost of confidence. It's like it's like the team that's getting blown out by like 60 and the coach is still like giving motivational speeches. It's like 
man, just take that ill, you know, like you're losing. (laughs) Yeah. Regardless of what you think of, um, you know, potential for fraud or or whatever, let's just pretend for a second that, that it was completely above board in 2020. Right. Even if you think that Trump lost fairly to Biden, I don't think you could still think that he would, he would lose again, just with, with how far Biden has fallen. He was, Oh, to run one. <laughs> absolutely. Like if they were to run right now, Trump probably would win. Um, yeah. And and, I, and I've seen a lot of people who were like pro Biden, pro you know Democrat. They've kind of had this red pill moment this year to where they're like, man, I, I you know because they've been they were lied to so much that Trump was the being you know racist and white supremacist mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. that Biden was going to be the guy who solved all these issues. But one, <laughs> you can argue there's been way more. Uh, hostility yeah. nationally in our country under Biden's regime than Trump, you know, and I, I'm not the biggest Trump guy. Uh, I, I disagree with him on some issues, but mm-hmm. if you're just comparing them, I mean, it's no competition. I mean, like at some point you just got to say, Hey, look, this guy is, was a better president for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think a room temperature beer could beat Biden at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I Sometimes I think like, man, like, so, right, obviously we want progress to happen in our nation. Um, but at what point will, like, a lot of humanity say, like, yeah, you know, we want to come to that as well? Because it's like, how far do we have to get into the area of, like, where we're self-destructing? Is it, like, total self-destructing? Or what is, it, like, right before that point to where you know, many people jump on board and be like, okay, this isn't working. Uh, and, and I'm kind of like, man, I, I'm hoping that it's right before that point. But I mean, we're in a decline nationally. I mean, anyone yeah. who can like, just look at our nation, like morally, we're on a decline, socially, economically, uh, philosophically, ideologically, like we're in a, like every area of like human, human uh, capacities, like we're on a decline. And it's like, you can stop this cart before it goes off the cliff or you can go off the cliff. And it's like, man, I, I don't want, I don't want the self-destruct to happen, you know, before, before we yeah. kind of uh, go, go incline up, you know? Yeah. That's such a question right now is can we turn this around? Because we see forces kind of mobilizing, even as these primaries are going, um, bringing out lots and lots of voters for red candidates. All right. um, we see forces seemingly possibly mobilizing mm-hmm. uh, to either hinder or even question mark, stop the midterms. Twitter's, did you see Twitter's new guidelines that dropped yesterday? Oh, I, I must've missed it. It's, it's, you got to go read. The, there's a whole Twitter safety thread and basically, it's like if you question election election integrity, you could probably get banned now. If you oh. if you suggest anything like that. Oh wow! I mean, well, man, who's going to be on Twitter? No, I know. I don't understand how. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, civic integrity policy doesn't that doesn't that sound so nice? Oh man, <laughs> it sounds it's so nice. Vague. I, I read it and I got I got scared. I was like, "This is so vague, but also so politically hostile." Yeah. That 
you because you know there are accounts that they've been wanting to get rid of for a long time and they've been looking for excuses and and they'll mark somebody for destruction and Mm -hmm. then they'll wait until their excuse and then they'll do it right yeah i mean I mean, I just think about people who've been banned. I mean, you, you've been, you're right, lost yeah. your account. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I have it. I mean, you know, but hey, maybe that's my, uh, you know, black privilege coming in. I don't know. But um, I, I, know, <laughs> I know many people to that have lost their account or I, I know mine has been like, um, what's it called? Where they just kind of just my, my influence. Yeah, shadow ban. Yeah. I've been shadow. I know that for a fact just because. Like last year, every tweet of mine was getting over like 40 retweets, over 100 likes. And it's like now I've had tweets where it's like three likes. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like, come on, this just seems weird, you know. But, but it's, it re- I mean, you know what? It's here, here's kind of like my thoughts. Like, okay, it's Twitter's platform, right? At the end of the day, they can do what they want. But you would hope someone's business philosophy is like you want to have to be fair, right? And how you yeah. run your your platform and your, 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 you know, your business, but it, it isn't because it's only one way, right? <laughs> you know, if you did this to everybody, it'd be like, okay, well, hey, it is what it is. They do it to everybody, but it's not, you know, you can be as leftist radical as you want saying you want to chop, chop off uh, Donald Trump's head. And guess what? Mm-hmm. No ban. <laughs> yeah. Literally death threats to Trump. I've seen them. Everything just cuts only one way. And yeah. You have to, if you, for a platform that literally makes money off of human users, who's already struggling with bots, at least allegedly. Right. What? What? How much do you have to hate these people to refuse to make money off of them? Yeah, yeah. From a business platform, you kind of want to be neutral as possible and not politically either way, right? You kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, stay out of it so you just make the most money. But it's yeah, at this point, it's like being so liberal, they're actually losing money. Like, I mean, I've known many people this year that have said, I'm done with Twitter. I'm not I'm not going back, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're just kind of, you know, from the social media world, they just go off into the, you know, the the darkness, the void of social media (laughs) world. Right. And never to be heard from again, you know, but one sense, I sympathize with those people because. I mean, I get it. I I feel that. And, And then those people are like, look, my life is way better. I don't. I don't really have all these interactions with people I really don't know. And so mm-hmm. from, I, I get it. I get that, you know, that desire to, to just kind of not exist, so, so to speak on the social media platform. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Losing my account was definitely a wake up call for me. That yeah. especially in that, in that period of time where I didn't know if I was going to be able to figure out how to get around the ban and I was like, "Wow, I've really let real life so, from." So, what did you get? What did you get? What did you get banned for? Like, I don't even know. I just remember, like, yeah, following me with you. I was like, "Wait!" And I saw, went on your third. It's like, "Oh yeah, she, she, well, she got banned." Uh, yeah, and you um, had quite a bit of a following too. You know, I had about four, fourteen point five k right around there. Yeah, uh, the first, the first one that I got a lock for was the Elliot Page, uh, and tweet. Mm. Yeah. Um, pr- a pr- pretty tame one, but you know, just saying the truth about that. And I, you know, I got twelve hours for that, so I was like, okay, you know. And that's what I was slap expecting. On the wrist. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a slap on the wrist, and then usually, it, if you if you offend again, they'll give you a week, and then right. you know, it kind of stacks up. But 
within six hours of getting out of that, I had a tweet that, that you know, used the phrase trans the kids. Um, and it was just done. It was just done. Wow. It happened so fast. But I think I had already been marked because I had, t- <laughs> I had tweeted something pretty controversial, I think, about kind of comparing blackface to, to drag um, and mm. saying, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of the same thing. It's, it's putting on makeup to make fun of somebody and right. to, um, for me, hypersexualize uh, women. And so that was just, you know, my opinion and my feeling on it. And I, and I knew that there were some conservatives who definitely didn't agree with me on it. But that day I knew I got mass reported by a whole bunch of drag queens on Twitter. Wow. And I wonder if I was marked from that point because it wasn't long until the Elliot Page stuff. Wow. Well, I guess that's what did it, man. Because like, like I said, I, I banned. I've never been suspended on um twitter and i and i feel like i i I tweet some pretty controversial stuff so maybe i'm just you know i yeah i I mean because i tweet about abortion homosexuality you know lgbt Mm -hmm. kind of stuff uh and i i don't know i i i I don't know maybe they maybe twitter don't know me yet so (laughs) that's a good thing i mean it's possible that somehow you're avoiding getting reported because if you're not getting reported, then they're not even seeing it usually. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're getting luckier. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Uh, but no, yeah, I mean, like I said, I've, I've known many of my friends to, to be banned on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I mean, for simple tweets, I mean, I, uh, I, I know a guy that recently got his account taken because he quoted like Romans 1 in referencing to uh, homosexuality. Dang. And it was like, Man, we're getting to a point in America where we can't even quote the Bible when it when it comes to these issues of, you know, pretty, pretty much you can't be a Bible believing Christian when it comes to, you know, homosexuality, you know, and and my thoughts are this. OK, look, you can, you, you know, because to me, it's like, you know, the LGBT community is very sensitive to where you mm-hmm. can't even disagree with them. Like, OK, look, I'm not trying to say you can't exist in society. Um, right. You you can be, you can do your thing, right? But I can believe what I want about you as well. Right, right. Like, I mean, don't be so sensitive to where I'm not even trying to say you can't operate in society. You can't go to this restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yet you would think that's what's actually being done, you know? And, and I've, I, as a black man, I've really hated the the kind of uh, argument of, oh, this is the new civil rights. It's nothing like the civil rights because no one's trying to kill you. No one's trying to hurt you. Or right. generally speaking, no one's trying to kill you. Um, I understand there are hate crimes, but it's nowhere near to the level of mass yeah. that's going on in the civil rights era. So the gay is the new black, all that. To me, it's just very silly. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like we can have conversations <laughs> about about me. Me, I'm like, look, I will have a conversation about anything with anyone just about like, OK, I'll have a conversation with the racist. Why they're racist? And as yeah. long as they're willing to talk to me about it, like we can talk as long, you know, if you don't, if you're not trying to hurt me, then we can, we can talk about it, you know, but it seems like if you don't accept the premise with LGBTQ people, it's like, it's hate. It, you'll get the most insane. I mean, I've gotten uh, direct messages from people saying I should go kill myself, mm-hmm. you know, for Dang. not agreeing with it. You know, it's like, wow, this is crazy. The dry queen day was so bad. I got some oh. of the worst messages rough too i've seen 
I've seen that, but uh, I don't know. I mean, as a, I mean, I, I remember, man, I just remember like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you know, being in high school <laughs> and someone dressing up as drag. I mean, that would have been the most shameful, like, um, mm -hmm. like we would have made fun of that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, and, yeah. and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's what it would have been. Um, mm -hmm. It just would have been so like, bizarre. But now it's being like applauded and not only applauded, but like little kids. That's where it's just, that's where it's getting out of control. Yeah. Where it's like, OK, look, you, you're impressing this stuff on little kids minds who, you know, they they they, they, can't, they don't know. You know what I mean? OK, you want to be. Uh, sexually deviant at your little nightclub with grown men doing your thing. Okay, that's one thing. Obviously, I disagree with that. But pressing right. that on to pressing that on to, to little kids, that's where it gets like cultish. You know what Absolute I mean? Absolute insanity. And that's, I've said this, I think, in the last couple of days, that it scares me what they did to Trump. And it scares me even more what they're doing with the IRS, but it scares me the most what they're doing to children. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, they'll they will be growing up to where what we see, because this hasn't always been the, the children will be growing up thinking, oh, this is normal. Right. Yeah. From the youngest of their age. So, well, so by the time they get 18, you coming on. Right. You're the dinosaur. Right. Who, who, who recently called uh, Christians who disagree with homosexuality? Oh, Was it Chris, Chris Pat. Chris yeah. Evans, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the Christians. Yeah. It's like th that's how they'll view us, right? We're, we're the dinosaurs who needs to get out of the way for us to truly evolve as a society. Which, I mean, I would argue that stuff actually. I mean, look at Rome. That I would argue yeah. that's one of the reasons Rome it's uh, yeah. sexual deviancy. And I mean, I mean, any culture with that. I mean, we can talk about the sexual promiscuity of our society, how sexualized mm -hmm. we are, as even you know culturally how sexualized we are and it's how, it's not healthy for a society you know yeah. to constantly you know make everything about sex you know you, you can't watch a football game without a commercial coming on about mm. sex and you know every movie has to have the kissing scene or it's not a real good movie i'm like this is to me i'm like it's always a throwaway scene what why, why did this part have to be yeah. in the movie you know it's like everything is all about sex to the point where now we're making school about sex it's just like crazy yeah and it used to be like with movies if it doesn't have to be in there then you then you're forced to write an actually good love story that, that has right. some payoff to it right. but if it's just, just everywhere and everything and you know they're going to be broken up in in two years then it doesn't feel the same it just you yeah. know it's, yeah, it's a throwaway scene yeah i mean it, it, so it comes to the point where i remember like pg-13 used to be like safe to go watch but now I'm like, I actually have to go look to see, like, you know, before mm -hmm. I go watch a movie, just because I, I don't want to subject myself to that, like, if I don't have to, right? Um, right. Like, like, come on, man. Like, like I, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I can go on about just the, <laughs> just, <laughs> just sexualizing people, you know, like, it creates fatherlessness and, you know, it, fatherlessness creates um, not strong men and, and not strong men create society like I said, yeah. with no leadership. And, and so all, all these things have ultimately what I'm getting, all, all these things have a, a, a paper trail, so to speak. Like, yeah. it's not just like, Oh, a nation sexualized. And that's just is what it is. No, they have bad effects upon the next person. 
you know? Yeah. And so, so people all, often will say, well, it doesn't affect you. Well, actually it does. It affects me. It yeah. affects my nation. It, it absolutely does affect what happens down the street in the elementary school with the transgender, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing the, doing the thing that does affect me, you know? And so I, I I'm, I'm really tired of that argument. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many vicious cycles. You get you get one person who's mistreated and then they go and mistreat somebody and then they go and mistreat somebody and it just it doesn't just pass along, it gets bigger as it goes. And so exactly. you see you see feminism and, and so much of that is reactionary to being um, hurt. Right. Right. Um, and then and then they go and mistreat men and then men go and mistreat women and it's just, right. just keeps going. Yeah, it's 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 like man, that that's actually a very good point about like our society is just a society of like overreactions of like mm-hmm. you know men have men have done women wrong, right? That's that's no question. But now mm-hmm. it's like women are doing men wrong, and it's like we're in the society where it's not not even about talent, it's not about you know skill, but it's like you know this oppressed group can't let them in the door right regardless of talent i, I was uh I, I think one of the marvel movies where uh they asked one of the actresses like how they thought the movie was and you know she was like oh it was great but it was just too white and i'm like what does that have to do with any of the movie like who cares like what is what is the movie was it good like like i, I don't even think that question when i go see a movie like or you know go learn a new skill like man that man that guy taught a great class but man, he was white. It's like, oh, like to me, that's right? insane. How narcissistic do you have to be <laughs> to, to, to read a book or watch a movie and say, yeah, I couldn't connect because the, the character didn't look like me. Like, right. in any way. Like, I couldn't connect. She was blonde, and she didn't have right. brown hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but it's like, you, you bring up a good point, right? Just about, like, something silly as, like, oh, now hair color. That That's where we're getting to that <laughs> society where we're, we're picking the little things, like, to connect to. Uh, and mm-hmm. making that major, right, as some as something as silly as, like, someone's gender. Like, I mean, if something was good, male or female, and it and inspired me, I'm going to give credit to it, you know? Or yeah. or someone being Asian or Black or white. I, I don't care. I, that To me, that's, like, so silly. Um, but that's where we are in our, our nation of oppressed groups and, right, everybody's a victim, right? You, you can always find your you'd be being some kind of victimized category, but it only creates victims, not, not people saying, Hey, like I can escape this. I can do better. And I just think about my upbringing, my mom being Mm -hmm. a single black mother, uh, raising four boys. Right. And I'm thankful Mm -hmm. that this stuff wasn't around when my mom was growing up because who knows, she might've prayed victim to it, you know, but she always had this, the, the mindset of, I'm going to work hard. I mean, my mother uh, got her degree in nursing and, and raised all four boys by herself pretty much essentially. And, you know, n- has never communicated that sh- she couldn't have done it or, you know, well, I was just a victim or we were just oppressed and you can never make it. She still mm-hmm. that in us as well. That's so good. And that's so good to remember that even though the left is playing this game where they're competing to see who can be the biggest victim, the right should not be playing that. Right. Um, men in particular should not be playing it. You're not going to be a man by being uh, the biggest victim around and convincing right. people that you're oppressed. Like we just need to stand up. And, and and I'm yeah, I totally agree. And I'm often this like think like social media is meant to be this echo chamber often 
of like mm-hmm. loud voices to where, you know, leftism sounds good online, but you know, you, you see a man like not being a man in person, that's not attractive, mm-hmm. right? That's not like, no. man, I want to be around that guy. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's not, you know, uh, and so, yeah, most people don't respect people who aren't men. And then a woman trying to be like a man isn't generally respected, you know, in person as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we are at the end of the podcast, but this is, I feel like I could probably keep talking to you for <laughs> quite a while about all of the things. Thank you absolutely. so much for coming on. Will you absolutely. tell everyone where, where to find you, uh, your Twitter and your uh, YouTube channel? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube under the same underscore, uh, underscore kdubtrue.com. Uh, yeah, find me, interact with me. Let's talk. Yeah, go follow Chris. He's awesome. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on and have a great night. Thank you. You too. Right, bye.